Stanford University. So we're going to talk on financing China uh, 2.0 uh, and maybe even uh, 3.0. We are going to at least uh, take a little cut at this. So to my uh, very left, I have uh, York Chen. Uh, you all have the bio, so I'm not going into, but uh, uh, ID Tech Ventures, where he's a managing partner in China, uh, used to be A3C, so they converted and York has been on many years on my panels around the world, so he's my academic practitioner because he's one of the guys who produces more slides than I do, and I thought I was a champion on this. But one thing you may not know is that York was the first Chinese ever speaking in the Kremlin. I don't, I've got the year, but I remember it's like maybe 20 years ago. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, good morning. Yeah, talking about financing uh, China 2.0, let me take some time to look at the venture capital landscape in China. Uh, this is uh, annual investment amount from 01 to 09. Uh, in 2009, they are altogether 2.7 billion US dollars investing into 477 companies. It's a little bit drop from 2008. And uh, these are the split of the IMB onshore investment versus uh, US dollars uh, offshore investment. And here on the right side, you will see that of the 2.7 billion US dollars, about half are contributed by the IMB onshore and another half by the US dollars. This is a big shift comparing with uh, 2008 or the years before, because uh, before 2009, US dollars uh, offshore investment usually contributed uh, more than 70% of Chinese uh, annual venture capital investment. And for the investment sectors, you can see on the left side is a, a mix of the 477 companies. On the right side is of the amount. I think it's more meaningful to look at on the right side of the 2.7 billion US dollars investing into China last year for pro IT <laughs> occupy about 29.2%. And the number one is uh, traditional, it's 34%. Number two, pro IT, 29.2%. Number three, uh, clean tech, 13.2%. For high tech, if we add it up, pro IT, clean tech, and the biotech all together, that is about 49.4%. 209 is also the first year the high tech investment dropped <coughs> below 50%. I think in the past, the high tech is always about, also about 70%. And the long tech, traditional sector is about 30, no more than 40%. And here, let's look into the subsector of uh, broad IT. Here, the first is uh, internet, about 40%. Communications and telecom, about 21%. For some reason, zero to IPO put mobile value add as a part of this uh, communication and telecom se uh, subsector. And the third subsector is on the software, 11.8%. And uh, let's uh, further look down internet into sub subsector. 
e-commerce contribute 31%, community 17%, online game 10.4%. So here you can, you can get some feeling about 209 venture capital investment in terms of sectors. And for the VC exit in 209, on the left side, you can see about the sectors. Traditional companies uh, occupy about 35%, and the broad IT about 33%. And on the right side, by the option, here you can see IPO about 67%, about two-thirds of the VC exit of the IPO. I think uh, this is a subject uh, we can have more discussion. It's quite different to the scenario in the, in the States here. And uh, looking forward, I put uh, three key trends under developing, and this will shape the VC uh, landscape into the future and uh, have some significant influence, significant impact to the VC investment as well as entrepreneurs of VC funding in China. For the <coughs> foreign VC access or doing the WMB onshore investment, there are two ways. Through route number two, you can use the Cayman Island Parked US Dollars Fund to do the onshore investment, case by case, getting, getting approval by the MOCAM. And through 3A, you can sponsor and set up and invest it into a local registered IMB fund, getting one or two some of the IMB LPs to contribute. So by this way, uh, US dollars fund can do route one for the conventional offshore investment and route two and route 3A. For example, in our 206 vintage fund, we do 18 companies through route one offshore deals. We do four companies through route two, direct cross-border investment. And we sponsor an IMB fund getting IMB investment from Suzhou Industrial Park. And for that, uh, JV fund, we invest into five companies. So you can see that over US dollars fund, 18 overseas deals, and altogether nine deals are in IMB onshore fund, four direct, five indirect. And in terms of the amount, about 75% of the dollar into the offshore about 25% into the onshore. And this uh, Model B, I think people like uh, CDH, like uh, Secor, or like uh, Honey, they are doing this. There's a uh, US dollars fund doing offshore investment and also the cross-border onshore investment. And uh, doing a pure IMB fund without the foreign money involved. I think uh, the benefit of this model is that uh, you have less great tabs about the IMB fund management. And also, this is a pure IMB fund, so you have less restrictions on the sectors to participate. But to the overseas LOP, they have big concern about the conflict of interest. For a good onshore deals emerge, are you using the US dollars fund to invest, or you use the pure IMB fund to invest? The two funds are LOP are quite different, are all different. And these are the second trend under moving that uh, the pro IT investment percentage are drop, dropping. This comparing all five and all nine. And on the uh, lower left part, you can see that for all five, the annual VC investment is 1.1 billion, about 60% into pro IT. 
and then down to 209, about 2.7 billion and 29% into pro IT. You can see a very big drop. Here, uh, because the annual amount are doubling or tripling, so actually the absolute amount invest into pro IT is still increasing, but in terms of percentage is dropping because the traditional sector are coming up. And the third trend under developing is the convergence of the foreign and the local LPs. I think um, where the foreign LP like uh, foreign GP like us, we are moving onshore, we are go onshore, we are doing the pure IMD fund, uh, pure US dollars fund, and gradually doing the joint venture fund, and then definitely I think we are move on to pure IMD fund, and likewise the local IMD GPs they are going abroad, they are trying to access the US dollars. So eventually, I think all the GP in China, we are managing this kind of either three or two kinds of the fund, and there are more cooperation than competition in China eventually. And uh, for this uh, China 2.0, here I put uh, China VC 2.0, because uh, before 2009, actually that is uh, dominate by the foreign, foreign VC dominate by the offshore investment, by the offshore IPO. But uh, this year, 2009, mark the three first. But here, one point I need to mark is that uh, 2009 is a very big uh, contrast, very good performance of the IMB fund, and the less uh, uh, powerful performance of the US dollars fund should not be carried over to 2010. Because in 2009, I think, as you know, because of the financial crisis, so the, the constraint of the LP investment and also the, the reserved uh, direct investment for the GP operating in China. And at the same time, because of local, <coughs> local uh, economic development is quite well, more than 8% of the GDP growth, and also the Jambo launch with PE over 100 times, so the local IMB fundraising, the local IMB onshore investment are rather active in 2009. But I don't think these uh, big uh, contrast will carry on into 2010 and uh, uh, move, move forward. But definitely, I think uh, IMB onshore activities will keep on very active, but should not be like uh, in 2009. I just got the uh, first quarter data coming out. For first quarter, altogether there are 668 million venture capital dollars invested into 123 companies. And uh, of the IMB, it's only 29.3%. Not like 2009, it's 50%. And uh, for this money, 38% into traditional sector. So the high tech increased to 62%. Not like in 2009, it's only 50%. And for the fundraising for first quarter, about two billion U.S. dollars uh, VC fund raised by 31 funds. 27 are of IMB fund, four are of U.S. dollars fund, and of the two billion amount, about half, 50.7 percent of the IMB onshore money, and the 49.1 percent are of U.S. dollars money. So it's a, it's a, for U.S. dollars is a big increase from 40 percent to 49 percent. So I see that uh, yeah, IMB onshore activity will, in, will, will continue to be active, but because of the, the lack of the good 
professional long-term LOP in China. So fundraising is very, very tough. And also kind of limited uh, divestment route. There's only way to go to Shenzhen, to Jianbo, or uh, small medium enterprise board. Not like uh, in the overseas uh, entities. Uh, you can go New York, NYC, NASDAQ, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Singapore, or, or Frankfurt. So because of limited uh, divestment route, so the onshore activities still, still facing a, a, a lot of challenges. So we don't expect that uh, the onshore IMB investment and the fundraising will continue, continuously be 60 or 70 percent of the overall China funding. And yeah, I think this is a cartoon of mine. So when you see <laughs> the PPT, you remember who is the one doing this presentation. Thank you. For more, please visit us at stanford.edu.